The world is always on, but you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale, get a king for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $700 on ceiling. Talk to a sleep expert and unjunk your sleep today. Mattress Firm. This is the 5AM Hustle Podcast. Get ready to learn about entrepreneurship and self-help in the new era. I'm your host, Jack Considine. And I'm Namish Kaista. Let's go. Welcome back, hustlers, to the 5AM Hustle Podcast. I'm Namish. And I'm Jack. So today we have with us Sanjeev Sareen. He is a social media influencer on both TikTok and YouTube, but I'll let him introduce himself. Thanks so much for coming on, Sanjeev. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sanjeev Sareen. Uh, I make TikTok videos, YouTube videos, Instagram videos, and uh, I'm from Iowa. I moved to California in my sophomore year of high school, and I just love making people laugh and love making videos. Awesome. So the first kind of question we want to ask you is a lot of people make TikToks and they make them for fun, obviously, which is what you're doing, but you seem to have a more, not, I don't want to say serious tone, but you have a purpose behind it and you want to help people. So why'd you make that decision? So I've always wanted to be a YouTuber, like influencer, Instagram, whatever, something big in my life where a lot of people notice me. And that was primarily because of the move to California. So there was a time, like, so I'll explain. It's when I moved to California, I was very depressed. Like I had no one to talk to. And like, it's just like Indian families are like different. I don't know. You don't really like talk about your feelings and stuff. Like that's just not a thing. So I was really depressed when I moved. I had no one to talk to. I started doing drugs. I started, my grades started falling. Like it was really bad. And I finally was introduced by one of my family friends to YouTubers. Like, literally, I had no idea who any YouTubers were when I moved. I mean, I was just so stupid and, like, didn't know anything. And I started watching these YouTubers, and they made me really happy. And they made me realize that there's more to offer, and there's so much more. Because I just, like, I got into – I was, like, an extrovert when I moved, and I just really stuck to myself and didn't open up to anyone. And I saw, started seeing all these YouTubers, and I was like, holy, like, oh, my God, like, I'm happy right now when I watch them. Like I was super sad the whole day and I'd be excited to watch the videos and they'd give me like hope basically. And so TikTok, I started posting on TikTok. Like I started posting funny content because at first I was posting YouTube videos and like pranks and stuff before COVID. And that was great. And then I don't know, like obviously COVID took over and I just started to post some motivational slash like relatable content and those kind of took off. And then I realized that, well, I've always wanted to change people's lives. I've always wanted to do this type of thing. Why don't I just keep going with the motivational stuff? And then my YouTube, sorry, my YouTube, I'll keep putting uh, the vlogs and the pranks and everything and just keep that going too. So that's why I keep doing that on TikTok. Awesome. So you, you made that big switch. Was there, was there any strategy behind it? Cause I know you're posting a lot of content. Did you want to like have a certain message that you wanted to go by or did it yeah. kind of, was it spontaneous? Um, so at first it was spontaneous, but now I'm leaning towards people just being like spreading the message of be yourself and like try to live life to the fullest. And oh, I keep seeing the comment over and over. It's like making me mad. Like, Oh, my parents are strict. Like this, that, the other, like, I mean, my parents are strict too. Like, bro, like I get it, but I'm just trying to keep pushing people to go and like live their lives. Cause there's a lot that I regret doing, not being able to do like sophomore through senior year when I moved, but I still, I still had fun. There were still good memories. I'm not going to like be sad about it, but I still want people to know like you can live your life and like 
you got to be yourself in that type of stuff. It took me, it took me three years to find out, like, I love myself right now. It took me three years. So that's why. Yeah. So do you think you're like, I was going to be a follow up. Do you think you're living life to the fullest right now? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Even though, even though we're in quarantine, like I finally got the mental attitude of taking something positive out of every negative situation. And like, it helps me so much. Like, and I, that's what I'm trying to help other uh, other people do too and like try to influence them to do that like honestly dude like the first semester of my senior year before COVID hit was so much fun and like it's still fun now too obviously it's a little sad because you can't do as many things second semester got canceled we graduated all that stuff but I'm living life I'm going day by day you know it's good yeah so what did you say to somebody that like maybe had also had strict parents and like so clearly you had strict parents or you had some kind of barrier almost like you move you had to meet new people and then your parents like obviously provide for you like financially or whatever but there's like I I get it I'm a kid I'm a child of immigrants too there's just like an emotional gap there it's just like and it's just like because they came from a different culture and we're coming from a different culture and it's not neither one of our faults but it's just what it is so like what would you say to somebody who's going through a similar situation and they're trying to build that habit of like I want to live life to the fullest, but it seems like there's an obstacle that comes every single way. So here's what I did. So okay, for my situation, when I moved, I didn't talk to anyone about it. Like I got, I got in trouble for the drugs and like, you know, obviously that was brought up upon them. And what happened was I talked to them. I simply, I mean, I didn't click with my parents when I moved, like we did not have a good relationship, but I just talked to them every single day. I would talk more and more. And it's once you open up to them, you know, they start to see your side more. And also you just have to go with whatever, like for me, for, for me, like I have a very early curfew, but I'm not going to fight against it. Whenever I get like an early curfew or something, I'm just like, all right, whatever. Like it's, they're, they're saying it for a reason. I'm just going to do it. Like whatever. And during that time when I'm outside, like I'll have so much fun before I have to go home and that's okay that I have to come home early. But like, if I, if you just like listen to them, And like a lot of people, like the biggest thing a lot of people do, I feel like is they argue back or they like, they're like, oh, they don't understand. But like, you kind of got to look at their perspective too, right? I mean, it's both ways. And you, you will have those parents that don't listen to you and that will keep like, you know, pushing you down and stuff. But I feel like if you open up to your parents more and actually talk to them about your personal stuff, then they start to see your side and they start to open up and let you, you know. It's like upgrade in a sense. <laughs> and it's not like they're doing it out of malintent. Like they do it out of love. It's not like they're like, oh, I don't want you to have yeah. fun today. They're doing it because they want to protect you and they want you to like be safe. They're not doing it because they're like, oh, I don't want you to go out today or I don't want you to do this. They're, they're just trying to make it yeah. so that you have boundaries and that you develop in the correct way. And that's how they see it fit. So I think a lot of kids get angry at their parents. But if you just took a step back and were like, okay, why are they doing this? What's the purpose that they're um, doing it for? they'll kind of understand a little bit more instead of just lashing out um, and because of their high tension, high emotional situations. Yeah. That's like, that's literally perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. That's exactly what, yeah. Uh, what was interesting to me is when you were explaining how you kind of had that transition from kind of sophomore to senior year, we had a, a transformation and I can relate to that a lot because sophomore year, I found kind of the, the self-help space. I found like Gary V, Grant Cardone, like Tim Ferriss, oh, all these, yeah. Tony Robbins, all these different people. And I was able to like, finally have something to connect with. And like, I always wanted to grow in some sort of way. And I finally found, found an outlet. And I was just so glad that I was able to have something to guide me besides just like my parents and teachers. Cause obviously they don't know everything. And I think a lot of, um, a lot of teens right now are missing that. And I'm so glad that there's people like you and people like us that are trying to get that message out to teens because it's, it's missing right now and it should be in the educational system. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, um, something that I was like thinking about a lot, your TikTok account, I follow you on TikTok. So like your TikTok account primarily consists of like a lot of just talking about like almost knowing your worth. And yeah. like, that's something that I think is so, so important for especially younger people to understand where it's like, you can't just, you can't go on chasing other people. Yeah. It's just, it's not, it's not worth it. Um, and so what I'm thinking is like, with with knowing your worth like how exactly are you like putting that message out like what are you 
what are like, what are some like piece of advice that you're saying that get people to truly understand that? Do you ever get like, I know the comment section is like one form of feedback, but do you ever get like some sort of yeah. feedback on that? So I get, I get a lot of, okay. So I think, well, the reason why I say like know your worth and stuff is uh Cause like I went through a breakup. So I and then like, I was doing the wrong things, bro. Like I, this is the first time. Okay. I'm not supposed to talk about it, but I don't give a shit. Cause like she and I aren't dating anymore. She can fuck off. Like, dude, I've never been broken up with before. I've broken up with every single girlfriend. Like I, I've never <laughs> no. gone through heartbreak. And this is the first time that I have gone through heartbreak. And I just, I didn't know what to do. So like I fucked up on everything. And I kind of like, my friends started teaching me and they're like, yo, like you gotta like move on. And I was like, what the, like, what are you talking about? Like move on. Like, bro, she's the one, like all this type of shit. And it was really funny cause I just didn't know what to do. So I got a lot of feedback and then I, then I realized I was like, holy shit. Like you, like you said, like the chasing after the person thing, bro, that's exactly what I was doing, dog. I was doing that same thing. <laughs> It was so bad. Um, but I get a lot of DMs from people. It's honestly, bro, it's a lot of DMs. I get like a hundred every day at least. I'm not even joking. It's crazy. Like these kids need someone to talk to. And I literally put on my thing, I was like, yo, if you need someone to talk to, like I, I literally put my phone number in my Instagram thing because like I just I'm I'm I don't care. Like if you need me, I got you. Like and yeah. I got a call one time from a girl who was like walking in the middle of the street. She lives in Texas and she was just like, I need someone to talk to. I was like, I'm here for you. Like, so, but I get a lot of DMS about the, the know your worth stuff. And, um, I usually just give them, I just DM them back. I'm just like, yeah, like you gotta like move on from this type of stuff. And like, obviously like you're still going to be like, Oh wait, are you asking, are you still talking about like dating know your worth or like just know your worth in general? I mean, both really. It's okay. I, it's almost like the same thing. Like dating know your worth is like, I feel like it's just like a microcosm of like actually knowing your worth. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I I don't know. I just I get a lot of DMs and I I just tell them the same thing over. That's and over. funny. There's a saying, coaches don't play, and I was like, I don't know, man. You've been saying a lot. I was like, <laughs> I was like, why are you? Why are you? Yeah. Coaching? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> And I think obviously you learn best or you learn best from your experiences and being able to, being able to share that advice, even though it's a, it's a hard thing that you went through is important. Cause I think a lot of people, when they go through a hard time, they don't want to really relive it over and over again. And that's what yeah. you have to do when you talk to these people and you, when you make this content. And so I think that it's, it's good that you're able to put that out, even though it may be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't think it's uncomfortable. I've like made it into a joke now. <laughs> like, dude, it's kind of funny. Like she broke up with me a day before my birthday. <laughs> dude, that's not good, man. I mean, like people are like, bro, you're laughing in your pain. I'm like, man, that's what I do. Like, it's I mean, yeah, as long now. as it works, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're okay. I mean, yeah, that's kind of funny. Cause like a lot of people will like turn to different things. So like some people like not, not even like after a breakup, just like after like, they're just like somebody's like hurt them in general and like yeah. I know for us like since we're younger it's like almost always a breakup but like yeah. well some people will like throw themselves into their work and just start working so much yeah and like, like nothing people, else matters yeah people like work out hella like get a job all that type of stuff yeah yeah um, or like or some people <laughs> will laugh it off so whatever whatever works for you honestly and like that just goes to show like the different coping mechanisms there yeah. are like something like that I mean, it's kind of crazy, bro. Like, I mean, after we broke up, I mean, like, shit, I almost had a hundred k on TikTok. Like, I'm posting YouTube videos now. Like, it's kind of crazy how that works. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that's a greater message, though. That's like sometimes, like, when you're in something and you're like, "This is the worst thing that could ever happen to me," actually, it could be good. Yeah. And as long as you twist it, and so like, you seem to have that kind of mindset where it's like something bad happens, like look for the good, and so like. Yeah. Was that always like a part of your life? I don't, I mean, like you were just talking um, about your story and it seemed like it was. So how did you get to that change? Yeah, so I was not a part of my, just now, like this senior year, I finally, you know, it all clicked. It, it really clicked. And it took me a lot of time because, uh, I, I mean, I'll keep, I'm, I'm going to say like over and over again, because this was like the biggest chapter of my life, the move. And it was like, bro, every day I was just thinking about, 
it's like the thinking about the past. Like, bro, every day I was just thinking about the same shit. Like, I wish it was my friends in Iowa right now. Like, I would literally call my best friend. Like, I'm still in contact with him now. And it's, it's fun to talk to him sometimes here and there. But I would call him every day at lunch. Bro, I sat by myself at lunch for, like, three months straight. Like, I didn't talk to anyone, bro. Like, I, and I talked to everyone. And it was so bad. Like, I would literally call him. He's like, what the fuck? Like, why the fuck are you calling me right now? Like, go hang out with your friends. And I'm like, ah. I don't got any friends, like, but it was just like, yeah, so I, I didn't take the move well at all, and that's the biggest thing is, like, taking something positive out of every negative situation, bro, like, Lydia, I should be stoked, I'm in California, like, holy cow, there's so much shit I can do, like, I just didn't realize it until, you know, finally, this, like, these last two years around that time, and I started to have more fun, um, but yeah, I was just I was just thinking about the past all the time and not take something you know positive out of every situation in that sense. That was like the biggest picture. That was like the biggest thing that happened for me. But yeah, it's uh so important to see the opportunity in things. Did you think that you developed it by doing certain things, or do you think over time you just learned it? Like, was there like content that you had to watch, or like you talked about the YouTubers? Like, what developed that mindset? Because I know it's a hard um, thing. People have a hard time with it. Yeah, I would say it's uh, the YouTubers that really that really motivated me to get like it, dude. I've been like when I was in Iowa, I had this old ass camera. Like me and my friend would like make trick shot videos. So, like the video thing wasn't new to us. It just it was a sense of like being yourself and like going out and enjoying life and like not doing drugs, not doing alcohol, not doing any of that type of shit. Just like going out and just like having a good time, you know, and like they i never saw them upset like i was smiling the whole video and i was like if they can do that for me why can't i do that for other people you know of course so, so who are you watching <laughs> i was watching uh like danny duncan <laughs> he's the biggest one i love danny duncan i met him like i met him like three times best three days of my life oh my gosh um danny i don't even know who else like milk now but even though they do a lot of like drugs and shit but i don't i'm not focusing on that i'm just focusing on the funny stuff they make um oh this is new guy i'm wearing his merch right now balen levine no i've never heard of him no he's like he's like a knockoff danny i guess but he's just a vlogger uh i've been watching logan paul recently i mean i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. lie i know he's had some stupid shit going on but he's He's been he's been popping off recently. Oh, David Dobrik. There we go. That was yeah. Song. David Dobrik, obviously. Yeah, that yeah. kind of reminds me. There's this song by this band that I listened to, Pine Grove, and they're like a really small band. I nobody really likes them, but well, actually, no. Some a lot of people like them. It's like What's you either really music? like them or you really don't like them. But um, they have this song, No Drugs, which is just like it's like a really mellow song. It's basically talking about like today. I just want to like live in the moment and like not yeah. do any drugs during like when I'm hanging out with my friends and actually like embrace it, which is kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. And I, like, yeah. Like, some of my friends do drugs and stuff. And I like, I kind of push them like, yo, like you gotta chill with that shit. And like, when we go out and film, if they're doing it, I'll just put the camera down. Like, all right, do you take your break? Like you got it. You're good. <laughs> like I'm going to stand over here <laughs> and then just go back to filming and stuff. So that's funny. And what's um, interesting is that like, setting that boundary because a lot of people will be like hey like why aren't you doing this but like if you if they understand like hey it's just not who i not who i am and you're you're being yourself they'll respect it if they're truly your friends they'll respect it like they won't force you to do things like that and if they are trying to force you to do those things maybe they're not your friends you need to like pick a better circle to be around and if they do those things it's their choices um and as long as they don't pressure you i guess it's fine but uh just that that idea of like being who you are and, and people allowing and respecting your decisions. Yeah. I've, I've got really lucky with the, it's, it's not a, it's not like, I don't, I don't have like 50 friends. I'm not like popular or whatever. I don't, I don't even care about that shit. It's just, I got a really nice knit and tit or fuck. What is it? Tight. T- I got it. I can't even speak right now. <laughs> I have a tight friend group of like four people. It's a like tight knit friend group. That's what you meant to say. Tight. Yeah, there we go. I saw. I almost said tit. What the? That's funny. Um, but I'm happy. Like, and they understand. We all have the same ideas. We all want to change people's lives. Like, one of my friends wants to be like a politician. Um, he has a lot of ideas because you know how fuck he thinks the system is or whatever the government. I don't. Know. I don't partake in politics or anything. But um, 
he's really he wants to change people's lives. One of my friends wants to be like a nurse or something. I don't know. So we've all we've all got that main ideal together, and it I'm really happy with them and stuff. So yeah, yeah, that's and they respect like, my like decisions and stuff, and they'll help me film and make videos. So it's good. Yeah, I know. It's like um, you think about now you actually have an audience, right? So it's like if people if people see you smoking or like doing drugs, it's almost like yeah. Some people, some people will be turned off from that. They're like, man, I actually kind of looked up to this guy and now he's like yeah. smoking weed on my TikTok. <laughs> I don't want to see yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. And that's just like, you have people that like look up to you almost. It's kind of weird to say it, but like you do. And so you yeah. kind of like, you kind of just have to go with it. Um, but something you also talk a lot about like leaving toxic people. Um, do you have any experiences with that? Or is that just something that like has been like, told and it's obviously still good advice so i'm actually gonna go back to that thing how we were talking about earlier about uh chasing people and it was like with relationships but now i'm gonna say related to the toxic thing um dude i didn't know like who i was for a majority of my life like i would try to be other people i remember like seventh grade bro like i saw everyone wearing like nike elites and shit and i was like oh my god like i need nike elites like I have to wear Nike elites. Hey, like, hey, hey. don't hit on the Nike elites, bro. Come on. <laughs> no, no, like, bro, it was bad, dude. I showed up to school in all neon one day. Bro. Like, <laughs> it was bad, bro. Like, I would chase so many people. And it was, like, all for nothing. Like, I was like, who the fuck am I? Like, and it was just, like, for toxic people, like, the community I moved in is really small. And there's a lot of drama that goes on here. And I... I've learned to like move away from the drama. Anyway, shit's interesting, bro. Shit gets interesting, but like still, it's just petty shit at the end of the day. It's not going to matter in like two years or whatever. Um, but I've, okay, I have like a big friend group and some of the people are toxic. So I choose not to hang out with those toxic people, but I'll still keep in contact with them just in case sometimes, you know, we hang out. Um, but that's just what I was talking about. And like, I feel a lot better now because like I have a big friend group, but I only hang out with like three or four of them and my mood and my like stress goes away when I hang out with those, just those four. So that's what I mean by like the toxic thing. Yeah. And I remember when I was like early high school, I was like, my life was always filled with drama and I was like, finally just kind of tuned out those few people that like kind of stirred the drama, but kind of stopped hanging out with them. And you're like, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, like, I have no drama in my life. It's like those people that are creating it. So if you like separate yourself, you don't have to cut ties, but if you just distance yourself a little bit, it's amazing how like more happy you'll be and how much you'll enjoy the people that you actually like to hang out with just because you got rid of those few people that were making it like not as fun. And I think that a lot of people have that one person like, but they're still in the friend group, but you, you don't have to be best friends with them. You can distance yourself a little bit, but you don't have to be toxic to them either because that'll also make um, things worse. Yeah, no, honestly, honestly, such facts. <laughs> honestly, I'm such a proponent of like, burn the fucking bridges, bro. Burn the fucking. <laughs> like, honestly, if somebody's not making you happy, fuck them. Like, stop man, talking. Man, man takes the flame though, going just Dude, all. That's over. Literally, like beginning. Uh, Jack and I are both rising seniors, so we just finished up our junior year, and like yeah. me, like getting into high school, I did this huge thing where I would chase people. That's why I keep on talking to him about you. Really, it's like coaches don't play but um but like it's like i like would chase like certain like people in my grade and like up until like maybe school year started in august maybe in, uh, until like september i like really started chasing these people and then i was just like these people like actually don't care about me and, yeah that's the thing and, like, they don't care was, like and like i had i had like four or five friends that like I knew that when I was around it, like, when I was around them, just, like, nothing else matters. And, like, right. it doesn't matter that, like, they go to, like, they go to different schools specifically. But, like, yeah. it doesn't matter because it's, like, it's, not, it's, like, I, for me personally, I'm, like, look, these people are making me happy. Burn the fucking bridges. Like, honestly, yeah. like, I didn't say anything that, like, got people, like, pissed. I didn't start any drama or anything. But I just, like, just, like, moved myself away. And if, like, somebody, like, from that group were to text me or something, and it would usually just be for, like, homework answers. I'd be, like, one-word responses. Like, they'd be, like, hey, did you do the homework? I'd be, like, no, LOL. And then just, like, leave it. And, like, whatever. And respond, like, three hours after they ask. And it's just, like, yeah. like I don't know, man. Just burn your bridges. Like, yeah. Don't, don't it's like, it's like, open. yeah, what, like, Jack said about, like, the distancing yourself. Like, that's the best thing. 
I mean, like, you can still burn your bridges. I would just distance myself. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I'm not the type of person that would be like, oh, fuck you, and just, like, leave there. <laughs> like, but, um, and, dude, you know, what's, you know what's the best feeling? The best feeling is when you wake up in the morning and you don't have to check your phone immediately because there's no drama going on. So you're just like, I'm going <laughs> to do my thing. Like, I'm going to keep going through my day, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I think that although although burning your bridges has a place, I think that if you do that, it also creates the drama again because you are yeah. inadvertently <laughs> telling that person like, hey, I don't want you in your life. And then they'll retaliate or they'll yeah. say something about you. So if you just like do it in a quiet way, in my opinion, I think that's the best thing to do just because it doesn't create like obviously Namish wasn't saying like blatantly tell that person off. He was just saying that he would just be like like no or like not respond to them or stuff like that, which I understand, which I in, in my case is dissing yourself, but like don't be too aggressive about it because that'll just create more things you have to deal with in the future, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like really it's like oh fuck, what was I gonna say? When you're like, oh, yeah, don't don't cut them off because then it brings more drama. Yeah, that's straight up facts. <laughs> and and what if you need them in the future? Like what if you somehow have a relationship with someone and then all of a sudden they're in your lives again. And then all of a sudden there's this awkward moment where you're have you have to hang out with them all the time. Yeah, yeah. Reason, you know? And then you're yeah, like, Ooh, I think, varies, I think it varies from group to group. Like for me specifically, I was very clearly not a part of this group. And I was like, I was basically like trying to like enter this group. I was like, I want to be friends with you guys. And then I was like, no, I don't want to be friends with you guys. <laughs> Um, and so like, for me, like it's different. If you're currently in a friend group and you're like, I don't like these people, then obviously take a much different approach than burning your bridges but like in my situation it was like I wasn't important to any of these people and it was very clear so I was just like hey like it's like there's there's like a there's a funny saying that has really resonated with me like the past couple of weeks which is people make time for who they want to make time for yeah, yeah and it's like that's so true like if you if any of us sitting here like if if somebody if one of my really close friends texted me and they were like hey, like, can we hang out? And I, they couldn't reschedule at all. I would probably cancel this meeting and I would blame it on some random shit. Yeah. And, but obviously I would only do it for like four people. Yeah. And so it's like, you, I'm keeping- you enjoy your time with them. Like, exactly. Happy. And it's like, it's like, they wanted to hang out. It's been a while. And I, they like are just busy the rest of the week. I would totally just like cancel this meeting and be like, hey, can we reschedule this interview? Just because like that person really matters to me. And yeah. like, other people are also willing to do that for their close friends. So if people aren't willing to do that shit for you, then you should not be willing to do that shit for them. Yeah, exactly. And like another thing for like distancing yourself, what you should do is like, or for like people who have trouble with that, I would tell them like, yeah, like people will ask you to hang and just like kind of push it back. And then they, if they really care, like they would actually keep asking you. And if they don't, then like they'll just leave you. So like that's kind of what that would be. Yeah, so many guys do that thing where it's like they're texting a girl first all the time. And then they yeah. Stop. yeah, it's like the chasing people thing, like you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and they stop texting a girl and they're like, well, she texts first. And then like months go by and she did not text first. And the whole time you're like, that whole time you're just like. You're like, I should have gone to bed. Man. I was on FaceTime. I should have gone to bed. I should have gone to bed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel that one. <laughs> It was 3 a.m. Just go to bed. Yeah, next you know time. How, you know how much you guys, how guys. Even any of you girls out there, if you're, like, talking to a guy or if you're a guy, you're talking to a girl, like, and it's, like, it's like really late and you're not entirely sure if something's going on, just go to bed, man. Just Do go the courtesy of going to bed. Get some sleep, bro. You need to go <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> oh, that's yourself. Just go yeah, to bed. Dude. <laughs> you wake up the next morning, you're groggy as fuck, and, like, it's all for nothing, bro. <laughs> that's funny that like reminds me there is like this was years ago maybe and i was like there's somebody that i was talking to um and then just like we just kind of stopped talking and like months passed like three or four months and then like something happened like a mutual friend group and we started talking again just a little bit i remember i like facetimed this girl at like seven and like or like she called me at seven i texted her something and she called me at seven p.m and we're talking until like three in the morning and i was like and the next day i wake up and it's like i'm hungover bro I'm like, what the fuck just happened i was like i woke up and i was like why did i do that <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, that's so funny bro. that's just hilarious um 
one more thing I was just like a little curious about is like, do you ever go through these like things where you're overthinking? Or I know that a lot of your audience clearly like overthinks shit a lot because a lot of your content is like talking about overthinking. Um, so you have anything you want to tell our audience about that? Yeah, overthinking is is it's what really makes you like depressed. And like if you over it's overthinking is so bad for your mental health. Like it's crazy what it does to you. I've uh, one of my good friends, he he overthinks a lot, but it in a sense for him, it's different for every person, but it hel- it helps him a lot, which is kind of weird. Um but I like like yesterday for example, he called me about some something that was going on and I kind of told him I was like you just gotta like sometimes you just gotta like go with the flow and like you just gotta like think to yourself for a second just be like okay like why like dude those thoughts are they're not coming from anyone else but you like you control those thoughts you know when you overthink like those are your thoughts that are in your head like you have every ability to like push them out and like create your own reality and thoughts and like that comes from you that can't come I mean, that can come from someone else like a little bit, but majority of it has to come from you. Like you have to realize yourself, like you're like, oh shit, like I'm overthinking right now. Like this is stupid. Like, and it's just, it's like things about the past that you've done, past relationships, all that shit. It just, it's so bad for your like health and stuff. What I would, what I would say to those people is like, there's a lot of things to help cope with it externally, internally, you know, like breathing exercises, meditation, going on a walk, hanging out with people, distracting yourself. Like those are great things to do it. Or just like what I would do sometimes when I overthink, I overthink about like the past relationship that I had because she moved on so much faster than I did. So I would overthink and I was like, Oh, did I do this wrong? Did I do that wrong? But then the whole then then I stop myself and I'm like, okay, well, think about this for a second. The relationship is done. Okay. So I the, the past is done. You, get, you gotta move on, right? You gotta live in the moment. And it was a good time. I had a good time. So that's all that matters. You just gotta like again, taking positive out of mega situation. It was a it was a good time, your relationship. Uh, but I can't change the past, so there's no point in me overthinking it and now I'm just gonna move on. Yeah, and that kind of that kind of helps you and like eases the. If, if my rule is kind of like if it's already over and I can't change anything for the future, there's no point in dwelling on it. Because if it's right. if there's a relationship or a girl that used to like you or whatever, and it's done and it can't be kind of taken back, then why should I think? Why should I give any like of my mental space? Yeah. And then if it's something in the future that may not even happen, then I also don't think about it. Because a lot of times we think about so many things like we we're anxious all the time we're worried about the future and all these different things and you have to realize all that's gonna fix it is the work we put in now so why are we we are wasting time thinking about it because say like it's a test imagine if instead of having an anxiety attack obviously sometimes you can't control these things but instead of freaking out for like 20 30 minutes about like oh my gosh i had this test tomorrow i'm not ready what if you calmly study for a little bit and maybe you're just a little bit better than you thought you were and then you go to the test more calm and you eventually are able to, because if you go into a test really anxious, a lot of times you freak out and you, and you don't think clearly. So you need to be able to calm your mind. And like you said, breathing exercises help. I think during Corona, I kind of learned the value of walking because like I had nothing else to do. And so I would, I would walk by myself and just think, have my own thoughts in my head. And sometimes I record them like whatever I was thinking, it was almost like a journal. So like, if I wanted to go back, yeah. I wanted to, but if it was something that I wanted to get rid of my life, I'd record it and I'd delete it. So it was almost like getting it rid of out of my head, you know? So it was a way for me to almost go through therapy of like whatever I wanted to get rid of out of my brain. Yeah. COVID yeah. is like, this is a perfect time to really work on yourself. I, anyone who's like listening to anything, like this is the perfect time. Like you, you can act like yourself. Like you're just at home right now. And like you, you shouldn't have to act for anyone except yourself. Like just be yourself. That's and like, yeah, like you said, like the documenting thing was in, when you walk. Like I would go on a hike and I just listen to music and just like tone everyone out, like power off my phone or like 
turn on airplane mode, no notifications, just go on a walk. Like, that's the best stress reliever ever, dude. I mean, in the Bay Area, you got some nice views, man. Oh, <laughs> man. <some> views. Yeah. <laughs> in Illinois, we had flatlands as far as we can go. Bro, dude, I miss Midwest sunsets, bro. Actually. That's true. That's true. I, Midwest sunsets are the best, dude. I miss them so much. You have no right, idea. That is very true. But uh, what you said about the airplane mode, what I've done actually just in general is I turned off like most of my notifications for things. Like I turned off like all Snapchat, all Instagram, like all the social medias that like are not urgent, if that makes sense. Like text messages I'll have on, phone calls, all that. But if it's yeah. not urgent to me and it's not like a necessity, I turn them off so that I'm not checking all the time. Because like you have that person like, oh, like, do they respond? And you like check it all the time. And I'm like, no, I don't want to depend on this app or what this person response is like to get that hit of dopamine. I want to rely on my own, my own self. If that makes sense. Wait, yeah. I want to challenge everyone that's listening. And also if you want to put this on your TikTok later, it's like afterwards you can, but like just try it and just like leave your phone in another room for like whatever period of time you want. So like what I do is like, if I'm working, especially I, I write a lot. So if I'm writing, I'll keep my phone in the other room or something. And it's crazy how like, how much you realize your phone takes up brain space. Like, it's ridiculous. But, like, if you send a text to somebody, in the back of your mind, you're like, do they respond? Or, like, if somebody responded to you and you're, like, leaving it because you're lazy to respond, you'll be thinking in the back of the head, like, oh, it's been 15 minutes, should I respond? Like, it's been 10 minutes, should I respond? Or that's, like, just with text. Even, like, stupid notifications that pop up on, like, social media or whatever, it's crazy. And, like, you never realize it because, like, for our generation, we grew up with that. That was just like always in our lives. But if you like leave it in another room or even just take an entire day, just like off your phone. And like, since you're in Corona, like you're just at home. So like, there's nothing like, you're not going to be going out. And like, if you just take a day off, off of your phone, it's ridiculous how much you'll realize that like how much brain space it takes up. And like, that's what you're talking about. Like living in the moment. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Shashant Singh Rajput. He was that Indian Bollywood actor. Um, Basically he had like a, like, he was a typical, like, middle-class guy, and then he grew up and became this really famous actor. And only last month, he allegedly committed suicide in his hotel room. Oh, yeah, I did. He- Wait, he's, like, 50 or something, right? No, that was a different guy. That, that oh. other guy just, like, died. But, like, that he, oh, like, he, like, he was really young, and, like, his career is almost just starting. But he was, like, pretty famous, um, and he allegedly killed himself. But, like, I was watching, it like, a, like a video he did, and what he like he talked about his story and essentially what he was is he was he was like very typical middle class and like nobody in his family had ever known fame or money um and so money was like this huge differentiator in his life and he was like he was told like he was like he graduated like he ranked seventh best in india in engineering and like physics and so he was good like and he went to engineering college and in his last year he dropped out to pursue acting um, and it was never like a big thing for him. Like he only started maybe his freshman or sophomore year, like doing dance. And it was literally just because he was like, he was very introverted and he wanted to become more extroverted. So he was like, I want to push myself a little more and I want to meet some girls. And he was like, that's, that's why he did it. And now and he became this like insane actor. And he was talking about how like being like a middle-class kid who's like dream was to get fame and money. And cause that's what his family told him he would always swing back and forth between planning for the future and reflecting on the past. Mm. And he would always think like he was talking about, he was in engineering college and he was like, yeah, in 10 years from now, I'll be so much happier because I'll be an engineer. I'll be making money. It'll be epic. I won't have much debt. And then he gets 10 years later and obviously now he's an actor, but even when he was an actor, he'd be like, Oh, if I get this, my career will kick off. And then he'd get it, and then his career, like, would kind of kick off. But then he'd be like, no, if I get this, my career will really kick off. And he kept on doing that until he finally realized. He was like, there's no point. You just have to live. You just have to live in what – and he loved dance and acting. He loved it so much. And so when he was doing it, he, like, everything – nothing else mattered to him. So, like, what I think is, like, find something where when you're doing it in the moment, nothing else really matters. Yeah. That's – honestly, like, I think – Doing what you, I okay. Here's my stance on that. Don't do okay. I don't know. For me personally, I like money and like I like things, but I also like making videos, doing all this stuff. I'm not gonna like. 
I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle for it. It's like, do what you want. Like, be happy, right? Obviously. But don't do it for no money. <laughs> like, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like you need enough money to, like, sustain yourself, obviously. Like, and that's right. what he talked about in his speech, too. He was like, obviously, like, you need money to, like, sustain yourself and just, like, keep yeah. on going. I just, um, I hate those people that are like, yeah, go do art. Like, you got it. You love art. Go do it. Yeah, okay. And then go like be homeless what <laughs> wait what well hold up hold up wait i need to take a shower bro like what hold up. <laughs> it's funny because like some people what they'll do is like they'll start off and like they'll have like that cushy job or whatever and make money and then on the side they'll build like this business or something yeah like, that's what i, I did the same I would thing right? yeah. he was like engineering and then his videos started to kick off a little bit excuse me his videos started to kick off a little bit um and then he like just like quit his job and like went into streaming full time. And so it's like, you could do that or you could just like give up everything and just go for it. Yeah. I, I would personally, I personally have like, I hate, I hate the motivational speakers that are like, Oh, like you can't have a backup plan. It's all or nothing. Like for me personally, I really like having a backup plan and backup plans have come helpful many times. And it's like, um, I mean like, for example, like I'm going to college for a health and exercise science and obviously, but my main goal in life is to be like a YouTuber influencer, but I can't just stay at home. I'm not going to do that. I need to get education. Like in case YouTube or anything doesn't work out, but on the side, I'm also going to be working on YouTube, working on TikTok. So when I'm hopefully, hopefully I can maybe drop out of college and once I grow big enough, or I can just go through college and then have a backup major just in case you know? Yeah. And like, and that, and that's the formula, but I think the important point, like you were saying is like, don't just do art to do art. Like if you're going to do it, have a plan. Cause nowadays, I I think nowadays it's, you have the ability because there's so much opportunity. Like you just started TikTok, like however long ago, just doing these little videos and it it took off and you have a lot of success. If someone made an art account, there's a niche for that. Now there's people that want to see TikToks about art, want to see YouTube videos about art. So if you find the niche and you supply those people with content or with something to follow, sure, you can make money, but it, it, you have to have a, a strategy and a plan. You can't just do art all day and like put it on eBay and it's like, oh, this will blow up. It's like you have to have something to go after or something, some sort of plan to go after. You know what I'm saying? It's not just like do what you love all day long with no care yeah. about money. It's do what you love all day long because you love it and because you can make a living from it. You know, it's like, it's like both those things hand in hand. There's balance to it. Right. And um what's another thing? Uh all right, never mind. I forgot, sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so like something else I really want to tell you about is like, is there anything that you do specifically for like your own self care or like any like tricks or like habits or whatever that you carried with you that um help out? For like stress relieving type stuff? Yeah, stress relieving okay. or like yeah. Um well, I play tennis, and that – go, baby. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, man. Dude, this last season, bro, got canceled. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I I love playing tennis. Like, that's honestly the biggest stress. Dude, I'll just grind for, like, hours, bro, and not even, like, think about a thing. So that helps me. Um, so just, like, doing the walks. Um, honestly, dude, like, if you put your phone away and, like, hang out with your family for a bit that's that's honestly nice like it's just a nice chill environment for me um just no toxic no drama from people at school none of that bullshit um i don't know what else i try to get more sleep sleeping sleeping has really helped actually that's probably one of the biggest things and uh, i did this meditation thing there was like some spotify meditation guided meditation or whatever like that helped for like 10 minutes and then just go to bed like do it before you go to bed that's what i would say but honestly i'd say the biggest thing about that was like tennis or sleep because like i started to actually go to bed on time like i have an alarm and everything to go to bed and to get up and uh like my mood and just my stress would slowly stress would go away mood would like improve so i think it's also important especially during uh kind of covid people learn this like learn to like be okay with being alone 
you know, mm-hmm. like so many people are like afraid to be alone. Like, Oh, I need to be hanging out with someone right now. Or, Oh, I need to be doing something or watching some video. Like you can just sit by yourself. Like I know people do instruments or they'd write like the Misha yeah. was saying, they do something to themselves for themselves just to just be, by, be, be, be alone and just experience that and be okay with what they have to offer just themselves, no other external factors. And I think a lot of people have, miss that and are being forced to do it now. And I believe it's very important for people to develop, especially young people at this age. Um, and I think it's the perfect time, like you were saying, perfect time to grow yourself, perfect time to learn how to be alone, all these different things. You have the opportunity to just take it. That's like another thing, like know your worth. Like, dude, you have to be happy with yourself. Like be once you you're happy with yourself, especially during this time, you won't even need anyone, bro. Like, I love hanging out with people. I'm an extrovert, but I love my alone time, too. Like, me time. This is me time. I'm going to treat myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you Take yourself, yourself out on a date. Like, go Friday night. Be like, I'm, I'm just going by myself. We're going, we're going to <laughs> together, and we're just going to have yeah. a good you know? Like, be okay with that. Yeah. That's, that's the best time, bro. Like, it's just you. You don't have to deal with anyone's bullshit. It's, like, perfect. It's so nice. Yeah, that's true. Um, So, something we kind of wanted to pivot to is, it's just like your drive, bro. You're kind of crazy. You're releasing content like faster than we've ever seen. Uh-huh. Okay, you're freaking dropping videos like every day. How? How? Um, <laughs> how is it? Do like? Okay, I don't even know if those videos are getting on the for you page or if they're just like. I, I just don't understand the. For I don't you know, page. man. They're getting they're getting likes, so you're doing something right. Yeah, it's doing something. Um, I don't know. There's just parts of my day where I will just like I will literally get on my phone and I'm like just TikTok like I'm just gonna post I'm just gonna post like I'll just post like crazy amounts every single day I don't even know how I do so, so I saw like 25 videos in one day it's crazy like how long does it take <laughs> you to make one of those dude I it's like okay you know what we we're talking about earlier about the the happiness thing mm-hmm. like do what you're happy with that's like me when I edit videos and when I edit TikTok. Because everyone has that thing where you lose track of time when you do that certain thing. That's like me when I make the TikToks, when I edit videos. Like, you don't even think about anything else. You're just, you're just doing your thing. I love that. Like, and I, I hope everyone finds that thing that they love. Like, this could, I don't know if you, like, edit the podcast or whatever. Like, I feel like if you edit your podcast, like, maybe you lose track of time. Like that's the thing that you love the most. Like that's the thing that makes you the most happiness, you know? Like that's how I feel when I make the TikToks and, and the, the YouTube videos and everything. Like it's just that you got to find that thing that like makes you lose track of time and that makes you happy. I totally yeah. agree. It's, it's important yeah. to, like that you said, w- once you find that thing, don't be, don't be shy with it. Like sometimes people are like scared because of what it is. Like it may be something that people don't find interest in or whatever, but if you just do it by yourself and enjoy doing it, why not? Like if you, if you lose track of time doing it, it's usually something that you enjoy doing. It's what you put more time into, especially if you can gain some notoriety or build something like you have. It's, it's, it's crazy. And you're, you're releasing like quality content and there's a lot of it. So it's a, it's a, it's an amazing grind to see. We love it. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, so just wrapping up, there's two questions that we ask everybody that comes on the podcast. Um, so the first one is what are just like maybe two or three books that you've read that have made a really big impact on you? <laughs> All right, so when you texted me this, I was like, I don't know if I should say it, but like I kind of want to now. Okay. I'm always, I, one big book. <laughs> it's not even a book. It's a comic book. It's, uh, you know, Calvin and Hobbes? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Calvin Dude, Hobbes, it's so bro. good. I used to I used to read those all the time when I was a kid. Okay, here's here's why. I'll explain why. Okay, <laughs> Calvin hates doing homework. Right when his parents make him do the homework, he's miserable. When Calvin goes outside with his little tiger friend Hobbs, right, he's super happy. He's going on the treehouse. He's sledding. He's enjoying his best life. But when he comes home, he has to do the homework and he's miserable again. Bro, 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 what? <laughs> like, where was this my whole life? Like, that's, and then I relate that. I know it's stupid, like, oh, comic book. Like, I just relate that to myself. Like, when I, I hate doing homework. I mean, who doesn't hate doing homework, right? And like, <laughs> yeah. 
when you go out, like I make the videos, I make the pranks. I feel like I can relate that to Calvin, but um, I'm also reading this book right now. It's the art of not giving a fuck. I think that's what it's called. But nice. <laughs> I just tried to read that, and uh, I don't know, man. Books isn't my thing. <laughs> it's all good, man. Um, Calvin Hobbs, I'm sticking with that. Like, <laughs> all right. So the final cu- question that we have for you, we know that you're you're just going to college and whatnot. But if you can go back to say your freshman self and give you or say this is perfect, what would you say to yourself? right after the move, what's one piece of advice you'd give yourself right after you moved um, to the Bay Area? Take something positive out of every negative situation. Don't think about the past. The past is done. And just live your life to the fullest. Love yourself for who you are. And don't let anyone tell you that you can't reach your dreams. You can't achieve anything that you want in your life. This is your life. Like, you got this, bro. Like, what the... Like, this is your life. You do what you want with it. So live your life to the fullest, you know? Try to enjoy every moment. That's what I would, that's what I would say. For sure. Awesome. Well, Sanjeev, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, it was great talking with you. And it's always fun to have someone that's our age to talk to because a lot of people we talk to are, are well into their careers and they're, they're established professionals. We love having someone that's kind of like in the same playing field as us um, that's yeah. reaching a little bit of success. So we thank you so much for coming on today. We love that you're um, inspiring others but real quick i'll let you kind of plug uh where people can find you um just so that they can see your content oh for sure shout out shout out okay <laughs> uh, my tiktok is gv boy my instagram is gv boy underscore and then uh you spell that out sorry you want to spell that out for the oh j-e-e-v-y-b-o-i and then the underscore for the instagram uh, and then YouTube is G-V-J-E-E-V-Y. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today. Uh, that's yeah, it for you. today's episode of the 5 a.m. Hustle Podcast. As always, guys, peace. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate it more than you could possibly imagine. The one thing that I ask from you is that you, if you've received any sort of value or learned anything from this episode, please share it with at least one friend. Follow the number 5AM Hustle Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Our Twitter handle is 5AM Hustle. If you have any questions or feedback, DM me or email me at 5AM Hustle Podcast at gmail.com. As always, go in the day.